We don't need a name. We're a team. Your, your name is Team. You're on a tight leash too, bro. Wayne Haskins. Mr. Glass, Carson Wentz, and his offense. Prime time. Damn. Yeah, I love your optimism. I had to get a tall boy for the event. The New York football giants. Deep sleep. Deep, bro. Al Michaels is showing up to work. Nate Solder, get your ass in the building. <laughs> Dude, you should see B. Wills' face right now. He's so giddy. Appreciate being a part of this show, guys. Yes, sir. That was as great as I thought it could be. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the NFC East Feast. It's your boy B, and joining me tonight, Luds. Can you believe it's already week eight of the NFL season? Yeah, halfway through, right? Or is there 17? Seven, there's an 17, extra week now. 17, yeah. We're, we're right it's, in the it's middle. Per, yeah, halfway through. So I think we can tell who's good, who's who's mediocre, who's at the bottom by this point. Um, I agree. You know, I think there's still some um, overrated teams that are that have pretty good records right now that I think aren't as good as their record, to be honest. I and agree. Vice versa. Vice versa. I mean, I think there's some pretty solid teams, too, that have losing records that can probably maybe end up making the playoffs, like the Rams, for instance, might, keep, might be one of them. A couple of those NFC West teams, possibly. And yeah. uh, you, you could go as far as to say maybe a couple of these NFC East teams are not as good as their record states. But, but let's just call them again the NFC East Beasts because we're coming off of an undefeated week. The Eagles, mm-hmm. of course, had the bye. They remain the only undefeated team in the NFL. But the Commanders pulled off the upset against Green Bay. The Giants pulled off the upset down in Jacksonville. And my Dallas Cowboys got me the win. As I watched the game live in Dallas, guys, it was it was amazing. I won't bore you with all the the details of what I did all around Dallas, but a, a great game, and I look forward to, to going into it here in just a few minutes. But I wanted to start, Luds, before we dive into the Week Seven recap. I wanted to talk about three different trades that happened in our division in just the past like seventy two hours. Right. The first right. one was the Dallas Cowboys trading for Raiders defensive tackle uh, Jonathan Hankins. This Mm. isn't the biggest household name, but what I like for the Cowboys is that this is a big boy, this is a run stuffer, and that's exactly what we needed. Neville Gallimore has, uh, should I say, underachieved, in my opinion. Uh, so, So we needed someone to come in and plug the middle. That's all I want from Jonathan Hankins. Just be right. a run stopper. He's a veteran. Not not going to change the you know whole franchise uh, for us, but I think that just a nice piece for us. I mean, Dan Quinn knows what he needed, and he went out and he got it. So, Great point. Yeah. Great point. How is he? He's pretty good against the run too, huh? I assume. He's a big, yeah. big boy. Yeah. I mean, that's going to help dude. your guys' run defense big time too, so. That's what no. That's yeah. exactly what. That's the role he's going to fill. He's not going to get any sacks, but he's right. he's going to plug some holes. So I'm looking forward to that addition. You need those. Uh, what's that word you used last year? For the name for just a hog molly. You need a hog big molly. hog molly in the middle yes. there. Jonathan Hankins certainly <laughs> qualifies as a hog molly. Uh, now <laughs> the other two moves in the division, I think, are much more paramount. The Philadelphia Eagles get Robert Quinn from the Chicago Bears. Robert big Quinn move. had like. 
a franchise record, I think, like 18 and a half sacks last year. This year, yeah. not so big much. Move. One yeah, Huge. Big move. Um, only one sack for Robert Quinn, three quarterback pressures the whole year. But if you think about it, the Chicago Bears, they're, they're always trailing in the football game. And because right. they're not a good team, they don't really have an opportunity to have their pass rushers pin their ears back and go after the quarterback. But in mm-hmm. Philadelphia, he immediately is going to go to an elite team in the league. And Philadelphia tends to often have the lead late in ball game. So I expect yeah. him. This is to me. This is uh, Von Miller to the Rams last year. That kind of impact. Yeah, big time. You you're going to see his sack numbers go up for yep. sure. And that's that's already a deep Philadelphia Eagles defensive line. So he just adds to what is already a rich cupboard. Yeah. So yeah. man, I I uh, I shudder to think that how good they may be. He's one of those guys, too, that's out on the field almost every play. That guy is a mm-hmm. nonstop motor. But now I think they, with the depth they have, they can definitely rotate him and out in and out a bit, let him get a little rest between a couple plays. You're really going to see him burst and get get to the quarterback. Or, I don't know. I mean, maybe they will have him in there majority of the plays. I don't know how they're going to use him yet, but uh, I, I definitely I mean, think that's a big, big piece for the Eagles. Yes, I'm interested to see him. I'm sure that he'll get a little bit of playing time this week. But like you said, as the season goes on, they're going to make sure he's fresh. And when they're playing those games deep into most likely December, January, and I'm sure what they hope would be February, that's where Robert Quinn really is going to shine. Big time. And the final uh, piece, this just came down a couple hours ago, was the New York Giants trading Kadarius Toney to the Chiefs. Now, I know that we're not going to talk about the AFC West, but we got to talk about just another weapon for Patrick Mahomes to go along with Juju Smith-Schuster, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, McCole Hardman, Sky Moore, mm-hmm. Travis Kelsey, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Like, this is such a loaded team in KC. Yeah, it is. Yeah, big move for KC. I think uh, they've been looking for another receiver. Uh, McCole Hardman's been okay. You know, he's a speedster, but um, Valdez-Scantling, you know, another okay receiver. I mean, you get a guy like this in there. Um, definitely elevates everybody on the offense and Patrick Mahomes for sure. I mean, like, Absolutely. like you said, yeah, like he doesn't have enough weapons. You know, the good thing about McColl and Kelsey, you know, those guys have been there a long time. They've been, been with Mahomes for a few years. So, you know, they have good continuity and that offense is tough and it just got tougher for sure. And then yes. back to the Giants. I mean, they're, they must have a lot of uh, belief in Wandell Robinson for sure. Yes. I mean, he's been playing pretty well, but you, I mean, their passing game hasn't been great. And, you know, to trade away one of their big receivers like that, that's uh, eye-opening. So they must really believe in Wandell, and uh, we'll see how it goes. I, I did see also, to to jump on your point, that now that they got rid of Tony, they may be in the market to bring another receiver in. Um, there's okay. a few names that have been floating out there, guys like DJ Moore and uh, Jerry Judy. So we'll see. Maybe okay. maybe the Giants make a make another move to replace Kadarius Tony. But like you said, the, the rookie Wandell Robinson has been playing well, and uh, Darius Slayton actually had a pretty decent game uh, against the Jaguars. And we'll see if Kenny Galladay ever wants to play football again. So I don't know. The Giants receivers yeah. are kind of a question mark. <laughs> you think Our, Antonio but, Brown signs anywhere? Getting closer to playoff time, somebody needs a little piece. It would have to be a desperate team, like because I t- I think a team like the Cowboys would be in the running because Jerry likes to pull that kind of trigger. But I think because our defense is playing so well, he's like, we don't, you know what, we don't need that distraction. And it's yeah, it's gonna take a team that's willing to have that distraction. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted your opinion on that. Like, dude, anyway. look, the, the guy is selling shirts of him and Giselle <laughs> hugging. And he writes, hashtag, put that shit on. Like, he's a maniac. I'm not a big Twitter guy. I, I do have a Twitter, guys. I just joined maybe like a month ago. I just <laughs> peek on there periodically. But I looked up Antonio Brown's Twitter. 
Look it up, guys. You want to talk oh, about brain damage? I yeah. don't understand half the tweet. Like he is. Yeah, put that shit on. Yeah, that's his new. Put uh, that shit on, dude. Just yeah. if you you could follow just Antonio Brown and Kanye West and get a entire weeks full of <laughs> mental health lunatic tweets. So yeah, God bless both of those guys and their friends, and they hang out yeah. together. So, yes. Yeah. Put that shit yeah, on. Anyway. Let's let's put week seven recap on. Uh, we were just talking about the Giants, so let's just start there. The Giants yeah. get a tough road win in Jacksonville. I don't know, Lodz, if you saw how this game ended. The Jags got tackled at the one-yard line. It was Christian yeah, Kirk. I did see the, the pass. Yeah, so, so this was a real close, gritty win for the Giants. And what is all of a sudden, I, I believe, a top 15, maybe top 10 defense for Wink yeah. Martindale. Yeah, I During, was going to say, man, gritty. I've been saying it for weeks. I mean, they've been keeping these guys in games for sure. During this little recent surge they have, I think that they're holding opponents under 20 points a game, something like 18, 19 yeah. points a game. Very impressive for the Giants. Not that Jacksonville is a juggernaut by any means, but Travis Etienne had a great game. I don't know if you saw, they just traded James Robinson away. So Etienne's going to become uh, Robinson go? the Jets. Oh, wow. Because, oh, yeah, you know, Brees Hall. Brees yeah, Hall, yeah. Brees Hall yeah. goes down with the ACL. All of a sudden, the Jets oh. have James Robinson, which is a good pickup. But nice. uh, ETN is going to flourish there. He's a weapon. Marvin Jones, Zay Jones, and uh, Christian Kirk, pretty decent uh, wide receiver trio. And they also have Evan Ingram. So yeah. the Giants defense, they, they had to buckle down, and, and they held the Jaguars in check in this game. And someone I want to shout out, Luds, the NFC Offensive Player of the Week. Mr. Daniel Jones, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Danny Dimes. He just Danny keeps Dimes. making me look bad this year, man. He's killing me. Very efficient throwing the football. Uh, had 200 yards passing. Of course, he loves yeah. to use his legs. Had 100 yards rushing. Two total touchdowns. And I, I just, I love, we keep saying it, what, what Coach Dable and Mike Kafka are doing. It's, it's not like they're limiting his throws. He still threw the ball 30 times, but I think they're limiting right. the sketchy throws that put him behind the eight ball they're controlling yeah him. oh for sure i mean he's not out there making his own decisions he's like a robot <laughs> out there you know, he looks like a robot out there you know yes. like every it doesn't look like he has any natural instinct i mean he does take off and run though i give him that if he sees a wheel like i can run he can yes. run dude. Yeah. he's got wheels Who's that safety for the Giants? Love? J Jordan Love or jo Ju Julian Love? Julian Love. That guy's yes. a stud. He's that very good. He's pretty good, dude. You know, I think when you guys were joking around about him earlier in the year. Yes, like, who we are were. these guys? Like, no, this guy's good. No. Yes, the Julian Loves and Darnay Holmes of the world. But when you put them with Adoree Jackson, who's a good corner, and Xavier McKinney, who's one of my favorite young safeties in the league, they drafted yeah. him a high out of Alabama a couple years ago. You've yeah. got a pretty damn good secondary. We, we talk about uh, Lawrence and, and Leonard Williams. And uh, another guy who continues to get better every week, which scares me, is Kayvon Thibodeau. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's Big time. wreaking havoc. Big time. He, he ran down a player in this game from 20 yards. Like, this Fast. guy has a motor. Yes. Yeah. Doesn't stop either. Yeah. Nope. Tough. And neither does this New York Giants football team. They are, Luds, <sighs> they're six and one. I got the stat of the day for you. <laughs> The Giants are the first team in the history of the NFL to start six and one while having all seven of their games decided by one possession or less. Wow! Right, man, he's got these guys playing good, dude. This is a this is a strong team, man. I, I'm finally going to come out and say it this week. I've been 
just I've been getting there a little bit, you yeah. know, but I'm finally going to say it, man. I, I think the Giants are a pretty solid team. I think I they're think, for real. Um, they're for real. I mean, Danny Dimes keeps, you know, as long as he doesn't turn the ball over like he's been doing. Uh, well, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Not that he, he's been right. turning the ball over. I'm saying, yeah, as long as he keeps doing what he's doing. And, yes. um, you know, Saquon can continue to run the ball. And, you know, they, they're they controlling the clock. These games are close. And um, their defense is gritty. Their defense is pulling yes. it out. Um, that stop was huge. Stop was huge. Save the game. I mean, Great play. So, yeah, credit to the Giants. Credit, credit to, the, to Giants. the Giants. Uh, and I want to shout out someone who I post on our Instagram almost every week, Andrew Thomas, the highest-graded offensive lineman in the NFL, like 89 yeah. overall. He's the yeah. only player along with um, – Trent Williams, who many people consider the best offensive lineman, to have yeah. both a rush and a pass grade of over 80. So that kid is balling. The rest mm-hmm. of the offensive line, I say, is average. They could use another yeah, lineman. I, I mean, compared to the last couple of years, though, they were Way brutal. Better. Brutal yes. the last couple uh-huh. of years. So much improved this year. Much improved. I mean, dude, Saquon, what is he? Uh, he's top three in the league in yards, isn't he? Second. Second behind, second behind Nick Chubb. And number two in the league, rushing the ball, man. So they're doing something right. They're doing oh, something yeah. right. Dude, it's it starts with Coach Dable. By by far, I think I think it might be unanimous that if, if you voted right now, all thirty two votes would go to Brian Dable for coach yeah. of the year. Yeah. He's that good. He's up there. He's that much He's of a up difference there. Maker. Yeah. Big fan of them. Uh but we'll we'll talk about the G men's upcoming matchup here in a minute. Uh let's let's uh talk about the Washington Commanders. I know we're we're missing our Commanders fans this week, and they've been down <laughs> on them. Uh, John, we miss you, brother. And John wanted me, of course, to chant, sell the team. Sell, sell the, the team. team. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he, he, he hates Dan Snyder, as he should. But I liked the product that I saw on the field. Ludge, you called it out last week. Taylor yep. Heineke was going to provide a spark to this yep. offense. Yep. They know he can win games. Yes. And – uh you know, I was texting the group. We got a little group chat. If you know, I think most listeners should know if they're full time listeners. We oh talk yeah, about the text sometimes. So you know, I've been. I was trying to hype George and and John up, man. I'm like, big win, big win. They're both down. All right. I'm like, come on, guys, you just beat the the effing Green Bay Packers. Know, let's impressive. go. What I even though about- they're not that great this year, it's impressive. Hey, it's impressive hey, win. Hey, let's. They're three and four. You know, that would, that would put them first place in the NFC South. Yeah. They're tied you with know, the like, Bucks. Yes. <laughs> they have the same record as the, of, as the San Francisco 49ers in the Los Angeles Rams. Like It's insane. Yeah. The rest yeah. of the division is, is playing so well. I think it's easy to make yeah. fun of Washington because they, they provide us with plenty of material to do so. But but they're one win away from being 500 and competing for that last wild card spot. Something they did in this game I really liked was they stuck to the run. They ran mm-hmm. the football for mm-hmm. 166 total yards. Brian yep. Robinson was the lead back. Antonio Gibson got a few carries himself. Curtis Samuel, J.D. Yep. McKissick, and of course we know Taylor Heineke. He's got some wheels himself. So he good does. for that. Good for Washington to stick to the run game. And something I love to see is in the second half when they took the lead on a Terry McLaurin touchdown. Mm-hmm. The emotion of Terry McLaurin going to that sideline gave me goosebumps. He is oh, pumping yeah. the team up. They have not quit on each other. I will tell you that no. the front office may have quit. This team has not yeah. quit. They play hard, dude. They play hard. I mean, I give it to them. I, and if they I, play, and, like I said, Heineke, Heineke. I, can't, 
Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't get that my uh, voice to pitch that high. <laughs> Thank God. But yeah, um, yeah, great team effort, man. That's a big win. And hopefully that gets a little momentum under their ass, and maybe they can go on a couple couple game streak here. Maybe they can win a few in a row. Get back right. in this division a little bit. Um, I mean, shit, dude, they're in the wild card race right now. They're <laughs> a lot in the of race. these bigger teams, you know. All right, so. let's let's not talk about how good Washington was. I want to. What I want to talk to you about how bad is Green Bay? Yeah, very, <laughs> very awful. bad. Awful. Yeah, not good. Even their, their defense has been bad. Defense isn't. I was about to say that their defense, yeah. which is supposed to be a strength, I saw ten of their last eleven draft picks have been defensive players. Their only offensive player, Jordan Love, a bust as a backup yeah. quarterback. Like they stocked yeah. the defense up with talent. And now right. they're not even playing good football. I know. That's where they're hurting. And uh, truly, like, if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I probably would have, you, you know, you don't even think twice when they offer you that kind of money to keep you there. Because of course. they haven't shown you in 10 years that they're willing to draft or add any good weapons yep. for you. I mean, why not take the money? They're not spending it in good areas. So, for sure. Um, but it is going to hurt. I mean, it hurts them, too, because that really takes a big chunk of their payroll. I mean, uh, yes, their salary caps hit huge hit with that contract and same with Mahomes, but Mahomes contract was what, like 15 years, like 12 yeah, years. It was like a lifetime baseball. Yeah, contract. So, you know, you could spread that out, but, but yeah, you know, it, it's tough on the Packers right now. I don't think they have an identity at all. Some games you can see Aaron Jones running the ball. Some, some games, you know, Rogers just throwing more than he should be throwing and they're just, they, they don't have an identity. I think that's the problem with that team right now. And same with the Bucks. You know. Very well, very well said. And Rogers is going on Pat McAfee, calling out teammates and coaches. It's, it's not, not good. looking good in Green Bay. Yeah. But what is looking good is how about them Cowboys? How about they? They, they did me right. I would have been very disappointed. To, I had a wonderful mm-hmm. weekend, but the cherry on top was was the Cowboys winning the game. Uh, yeah. The game started off very slow. The Cowboys were actually down six to three at halftime. Like me and Donnie are like, no, like not yeah. again. It was a snooze fest. Yes. It was a snooze fest. But then the defense came alive. We had five sacks, two interceptions, three forced fumbles, and they Mm -hmm. didn't score in the second half. We only allowed Mm -hmm. six points, two field goals. We had Demarcus Lawrence force a fumble on the goal line. We had Mm -hmm. Micah Parsons running people down, much like Kayvon Thibodeau did. It was awesome. I had a perfect Mm -hmm. view from my seat to see Trayvon Diggs get an interception. Mm-hmm. And watching him track a ball down midair and almost play the receiver position better right. than the Detroit offense, it was like seeing an acrobat in midair. It's it's very impressive what he does. Does he still get burnt? He's always going to get burnt because he's a gambler. Right. But the kind of lockdown coverage he's playing right now, I think he's not the best corner in football, but I'll say he's top 15, maybe top 10. He's getting the job done. Yeah. He's getting the job done. And before I forget this name, man, I've been meaning to shout this out. Now that I'm on full time tonight, um, yeah, you know, it's hard for me to bring these names up during, you know, when I'm doing my picks. But Dorrance Armstrong, yeah, five sacks, five. I mean, underrated, underrated guy on that D line. Not quiet game, quiet game last week when you were there, but uh, been solid, man. I've been meaning to bring him up to you, solid all year, five sacks, and um. I almost picked him in as a fill-in. Uh, I had Max Crosby on my fantasy team. He was on bye week. I almost, yeah, almost picked him up. But, but yeah, man, I mean, um, he's a stud. Who picked up the slack for Dorrance Armstrong this week, Luds, was our rookie Sam Williams. Second-round pick yep. from Ole Miss. Two sacks, yep. 
and a fumble recovery. This kid was flashing. Yes. Micah Parsons, as always, was flashing. Um, Anthony Barr had a fumble recovery. Everybody. Everybody chipped in. This defense is loaded. Like, as I said earlier, we just got another piece in Jonathan Hankins. Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, um, your defense is going to take you as far as you guys go. Exactly. That's straight up. I'm saying it right now. Week eight, that defense will carry you guys for sure. Cause the offense is too streaky right now. I mean, it's, but Dak, you know, he hasn't had a lot of playing time yet. So let's get him in a little rhythm. You know, hopefully he, he uh, looked okay. Yeah. He looked he looked average yeah. first game back from a thumb injury. He threw a touchdown yeah. pass, which, which was good to see uh, overall. Right. The offense certainly wasn't potent. Dak was accurate. Yeah on balls under 15 yards. You could tell right. he was a little off when he was throwing the deep ball. Um, right. But the running game was there. Tony Pollard had 100 total yards, as he so often does. Ezekiel Elliott got me in zone twice, but yep. Luds got injured. I don't know if you saw that. He might miss yeah. this week. It- you know, I'm so, going to go ahead and say it. I think it's good news. I, Tony I, Pollard, I, I am I'm tired of it, dude. This guy needs to be the starter, and I think it should be like a 17-10 split. Right, they can run the ball twenty five times a game, and you get Pollard. You know, a little more carries and Zeke. You put you put Zeke in there in the goal line. He's a good goal line back still. You yeah, know, he can he can plunge it in there. But you got to give Tony Pollard the ball, man. I mean, the guy's a good runner. He's quick. I like him. Anyway, get you, you know what? As we're talking about the Cowboys and the running backs, let's just jump right in to Week Eight. But not before I do my power rankings, though. I so often forget these. Yes, but but they're I'm, not. I'm changing. interested. Ooh. Oh, they're not, not changing. They're not changing, guys. Eagles on a okay. bye week, they're still a solid number one. The Giants deserve to be number two. I'll even put them 2B. But, guys, I, I got to put the Cowboys 2A, not because I'm a homer, but because we beat them head-to-head with Cooper mm-hmm. Rush on the yep. road. So yep. I think the Cowboys are a better team. Yep. The Giants are a 2B. So Cowboys 2A, yeah. Giants 2B, Commanders a strong yeah. number four. <laughs> but Totally they, agree. Totally they, agree they, with that. Yeah. Thank I mean, you. They remain number yeah. four. Yeah. All right, now on to week eight. And I, I wanted it to jump to week week eight quickly because we're doing Cowboys. And let's talk about Cowboys versus Bears. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to do my start of the week here is Tony Pollard, as we were speaking about the running backs. Yes. With Zeke on the shelf, Tony Pollard's going to get a lion's share of the carries. We brought yes. up a rookie from the practice squad. But Tony Pollard's going to get a lot of touches. I think he has a great game against the Bears this week. I agree. I agree. Um Dude, you know, honestly, I've been really impressed with the Bears' defense. Yeah. Uh, we know it was against that weak Pats offense Monday night, but uh, they came to play, man. Um, I think they'll give Dallas a little bit of a game this week, man. We'll get we'll get into you know more into it, but Chicago's defense can, is pretty strong, pretty strong. I agree. And to see Bill Belichick in that defense Ooh. get embarrassed Monday night on the with the Bearsh offense, like yeah, ugh, they looked impressed. Let's talk Shocking. about the Bears offense. The yeah. Bears offense um, with Justin Fields running the football, using his legs as a weapon, and David Montgomery and Khalil Herbert, they have a potent rushing attack. That's what that's what I'm worried about with, with, the, yeah. with the Bears. If they're, if they're going to pose a threat to the Cowboys, it's because yeah. the Cowboys, one weakness on their elite defense is you can run the ball on them. Right, but now they just signed Hog Molly, baby. Yes, let's go. That's gonna help. Hopefully, that will. will help with a little it bit. Will. You know, especially it's like almost perfect timing. They they brought him in this week, so hopefully he gets some good snaps. And uh, you know, we'll see how this game goes, man. Yeah, I agree with you. Chicago loves to pound the rock. I have you know, you just watch a replay Monday night's game. I mean, that's yes. <laughs> but Fields made some big throws. I think their he offense did. is starting to click a little bit. Like uh, 
Darnell Mooney, the last few weeks, has been getting some more targets. He's yep. been more involved. Uh, he's a speedster little receiver you got to keep an eye on. Um, you know, they, they do have some weapons. They commit, Cole, commit Cole the tight Clement. end. Good yeah, tight end. He's a big, big, big weapon. Um, they don't look for him too much, though, but no. he's a big, good size guy. They've got other receivers like Dante Pettis makes a pl- few plays yeah. here. Um, yeah. Equi- Equiminius St. Brown. And they actually mm-hmm. just activated Byron Pringle off the injured list, so he should be right. healthy for this game. So there's a few guys there. The Cowboys got to be careful that can beat you over the top. Right, right. But yeah, I think uh, the spread on this game, um, I don't know. B, did you want to comment? I was going to get into the spread and my pick a little better. Did you have any more comments? I got on... one more comment. You mentioned Go the ahead. Bears defense, which is playing well. Right. But I don't know if you saw, Luds, during a Roquan Smith press conference, he was being interviewed, and he found out Robert Smith was traded. He, oh. started, ball- he started bawling crying. Like, yeah. Robert, like Robert Quinn, not Robert Smith. Robert Quinn was a leader, veteran presence in this locker room. Oh, I think, time. although he only had one sack, on a short week, they played abundant football to to fly across the country again. They just came from Boston. Now they, they flew to Chicago. Now they're flying right. to Dallas without one of their leaders. That spells disaster for me on the Bears. So I think yeah. the Cowboys. Oh, yeah. What what are we what are we favored? Loves is it nine and a half? Nine and a half. I've heard ten too. Somewhere in that range. Yeah, it's nine a lot and a half, of points. Ten. It is a lot of points. Um, you know, Chicago too. Um. You know, I was going to say, you know, Monday night with that game against the Pats, I'm looking at – I'm just watching the game, you know. I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, man, Roquan Smith, he really was the best player on the field. I mean, that guy was the overall best player on the field Monday night. Um, He is a stud. That is a – he's a great linebacker. He's always in the right spot. He doesn't uh, over-pursue plays. He lets the play come to him, and he's reactive, and, you know, he's awesome. But anyways, yeah, guys, I got this game 21-17. How about them Cowboys? Chicago plus nine and a half, though. That's yeah, a, I think that's a very high spread. Yeah, I think, dude, just the way Chicago's defense has been playing, man. I don't, you know, Dak's got to be on his game. Dak's got to yes. be on his game. So, and one thing I think we have to watch out for is Roquan Smith and that aggressive Bears defense. Yeah, Ezekiel Elliott. What he is good at is blitz pickup. He's a big dude, and he doesn't mind putting a shoulder into a blitzing linebacker. Tony Pollard. Right. Is not going to pick up a blitz, man. So we're gonna we're gonna miss the physical presence of Z. Tony Pollard's yeah. not going to run between the tackles. We're going to have to get him out in space. And if mm-hmm. the, if the if the Bears are blitzing, we're mm-hmm. going to need a tight end to pick it up because we yeah. don't have the running back to do it. We, we'll, we'll miss Zeke in that aspect. And yep. before we move on, I got one more guy to shout out, and this is a guy on the Bears rookie safety Jaquan Brisker, second round pick out of Penn yeah. State. Been yeah. balling for them. Yes, yeah. yeah. I forgot about him. Yeah, he's yeah. Uh, so that yeah, oh. the monsters of the midway are going to come ready to play, and I'm with you, Luds. I got the Cowboys to win this game. I'm going to go Dallas, twenty six to nineteen. Mm-hmm. So okay. I think we win. I think we win comfortably. Yeah. But the Bears are are going to cover that nine and a half, ten points. That's I, that's I, I think so too. Yeah, I feel pretty confident on that one. Uh, I like that. But you didn't you didn't overshoot. I mean, that Chicago defense is pretty respectable. Uh, yeah, Matt Eberflus, right? Uh, Eberflus, baby, yeah, yep. he's a good Coming coach. He is. I mean, the, we know we, but we all know the Bears' offense isn't potent. But no, to have that team three and four right now, pretty good. Um, playing well on defense. So yeah, I'm interested to see how that game turns out. All right, now let's go to the Battle of Pennsylvania, which will have the Pittsburgh Steelers coming across town to play the Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles' luds are 11 point favorites in this game. We got big numbers this week, and uh, to me. With the addition of Robert Quinn and oh, how good the Eagles' defense is playing, this this is disaster for Pittsburgh. They cannot 
They cannot move the football. Kenny Pickett yeah. will be back under center. I know he was banged up a couple weeks ago. He did play this past week against the uh-huh. Dolphins on Sunday night, where, again, they uh-huh. couldn't move the football. They have yeah. good weapons with, you know, Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool. Um, the, the rookie, George Pickens, continues to impress me. Oh, yeah. And, and they have a good running back at Najee Harris, but what they don't have is an offensive line yeah. that blocks for Najee or yeah. Kenny Pickett. That's why you're seeing you're seeing Pickett with a lot. That way, that's why you see uh, Pat um, Fryermuth, their tight end, getting a lot of receptions because like he's him. running these little ten run routes. Yes, it's the only time he has to throw. So yeah, he's peppering uh, Patty. Uh, I want to say Eberflus for some reason. <laughs> Pat Fryermuth. Uh, but yeah, no, he's a solid tight end. I think he's a, tight, a top ten tight end. I think he might be the most productive guy outside Harris. In the well, no. Yeah, like you point out some good names. They really do have some strong weapons. Like Pickens has been good. Yeah. Um, you know, but it's a tough matchup this week. Tough it's a, matchup. It's, this it's week. a bad matchup. Um, and yeah. Bloods, I want to hop on your point for my fantasy guys out there. A start this week is Pat, Pat Farmuth. I think he has yeah. a decent yeah. game. The guy's getting eight to 10 targets a game, you know, seven catches, 78 right. yards. I mean, it's good production. And unfortunately for Pittsburgh, T.J. Watt is still out in this game. So their heart and soul, their leader on that defense, not going to be there to slow down Jalen Hurts and company. The way that Nick Sirianni has been coaching, as much as I used to hate on the guy, I now have a lot of respect for him. So I think coming off of a bye week, the Eagles are healthy with all those receivers, all the the skinny Batmans, the swole Batmans, and the fast Batmans. (laughs) They've got those running backs, Miles Sanders, Boston Scott, and of course Jalen Hurts himself. Dallas yeah. Goddard, Lane Johnson will be active in this game. He left the Cowboys game with a concussion, but one of the best right, right tackles is going to be sitting there blocking for Jalen Hurts. I think the Eagles win big here. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't I don't know about 11 points. I'm going to go 10. I got Eagles 30 to 20. How about you? Oh, wow. Okay. 31-17 Eagles. I'm taking Eagles minus 11. Swallowing taking, it. I'm swallowing I'm not, it, man. I'm not I, mad I, at that. Uh, Aaron Ardelli, I love you, but I think the Steelers are going to get blown out. This we week. do love you, Deli. Uh, yeah. Uh, they're just playing the hottest team in the NFL. Yeah, they really are. It is what it is. Um, the Bills and the Eagles. I mean, those you got the Eagles on the NFC. Bills and Chiefs, 1A, 1B in yes. the AFC. I mean, those are the top three teams in the league, guys. I, I, I got the Bills, Chiefs, and Eagles. Um so yeah, it's just a tough matchup, and they're on the road. You got to deal yes. with the Philly fans. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'll swallow the points this week, guys. Philly minus eleven. All right, uh, those first two games had big numbers. Now let's go to the the the, the two afternoon games. Both those first two games are on in the uh, one o'clock window. These next two games will be on at four thirty. And the first one we got the Washington Commanders on the road facing the Indianapolis Colts. Now, what yep. I thought, Luds, we we're going to have a good old-fashioned Carson Wentz revenge game, going back to Andy to face off against Frank Reich. Of course, we right. know that Carson Wentz is injured. He'll miss this game. So we got Heineke under center again. To me, the, the commanders have to continue the recipe for success they had last week. Stick to the running game. I like Brian Robinson getting 20 carries, and I think that yeah. that makes yeah. that makes Antonio Gibson, who a lot of people feel is a bust, that makes him more potent as a change of pace back. But look what he did when he had the ball. He had some yes. good yardage. So got yeah, a, got I think a that helps. Too. Yeah, it helps, man. It keeps him fresh. And he can catch the ball. So yeah, yes. that helps too. For, former college receiver and your boy on third downs, J.D. McKissick, coming out of the backfield. Use him yep. as a weapon. Yeah, Man, look at him rushing the ball. 
Yeah, not even so new. much catching. The guy's running the ball, dude. Yep. Yeah, he, lo- he looks good. He looks quick. I, I to be honest, I got Brian Robinson on my fantasy team, so I'm a little biased. I want to say Robinson's better, but I think let's McKissick's go beat been, Rob. McKissick's been their best looking back. Yeah, he's you know, he's uh, he really has. Uh, he does everything well. I'll say that he's he's even he a does. decent blocker too on third downs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but but the Commanders are going to have to get something out of the passing game because the Indianapolis Colts do have a better-than-average defense, although Darius Leonard is out. Um, they yeah. have a linebacker, Bobby Okereke. That yeah. guy flies all over the field. I like their secondary. Yeah. They're a they tough got some team playmakers. Game. Yeah, they got some playmakers, but look at the scores, man. They've been giving up a lot of points. A lot the of Colts points. Have they? Have... Yeah, I mean, look at that Jacksonville game, too, man. Mm. That was, what, 29-31? You're right. You know? I mean, um, yeah, I mean, I don't I, – I don't want to say they're overrated defense because they're strong. They got a lot of playmakers. Uh, uh-huh. I don't think they've been playing to their full potential. But you Fair know, enough. we're halfway through the year. Uh, what is Indy's record overall? I think they're three and four as well. Well, they got a tie, so they're three, three and one. Oh, okay, so they're okay. they're a legit. So, yeah. They're they're the only five hundred team in the <laughs> NFL because they can't. Yeah, because they're. And what did you hear the news? Uh, Matt Ryan is now being benched, benched per, per the owner. Yeah. How, how does that look on their GN, dude? You got the owner stepping bad. in, literally stepping on your toes, saying, hey, we're benching him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, That's you bad. Know, so, For Sam, yeah, but, uh, Elling- Sam Ellinger. Ellinger, yeah. He's got some, he's, he can get out of the pocket. He can move yes. a little better Mobile. than Matt Ryan. You know, I think first game in this week, I think it's great for Washington. I think it's a great situation, even though they're on the road. It's yeah. indoors. You got a rookie pretty much in there. Oh, yeah. Um, and, you know, nobody knows what this guy's going to look like. But, yeah, he he is a little more mobile than Matt Ryan. He's got a decent arm. I just don't know what kind of uh, chemistry he has with these weapons. You know, Pittman and and uh, uh, Campbell last week. I don't know if you saw his numbers. Campbell's been all over the field. Alec Par- Pierce. Alec, yeah, Alec Pierce is another weapon they have. They do have some good weapons. Uh, we all know Taylor's one of the best backs in the league. Uh, I think Indy with the rookie cor- uh, quarterback is going to try to establish the run. A bit. Oh, I yeah. think they're going to hand Taylor the rock and make Washington try to stop him. Um, Agreed. I got this as a close one. Uh, 23-20. Washington. I got the Commanders plus three in this game. Commanders. I'm, I'm Let's take go. Him. So you yeah, got Commanders com- plus three. Coming off that Green Bay game, like you said, with with uh, McLaren, McLaren coming off the sideline, just Pumped. heart, dude. Seems got yep. heart, man. You know, they do. They do. You know what, Luds? I'm going to fucking agree with you. So shout out to John and George and our Commanders fans. Yeah. I got Washington winning the road game because Indianapolis is going to struggle with Sam Ellinger. He has no reps with this team. I need the Commanders defense. I need John Allen and Deron Payne, Cole Holcomb yep. in the linebacker position, along with John and Davis, to build a wall and not yep. let Jonathan Taylor beat you. Because if they can neutralize Jonathan Taylor, I think they win this game. I think yep. Heineke makes a player two. I believe Jahan the Don Dotson will be playing in this game. He's been injured. Really? Terry Mc- I, yes. I thought he hasn't been practicing. Did he practice today? Yeah, we should. We should get. I a, think you're wrong a, on that, man. A better update. Yeah, uh oh. I think. All right. Well, even if even if Jahan the Don is out, I still got Terry McLaurin. I I love Curtis Samuel. Curtis Samuel is yeah. a weapon for them. So yep. they still got a few guys that I think Heineke can use to. Um, Score enough points. I don't think this is going to be a barn burner by any means. But yeah, right ex- now, uh, Rivera expects Jahan, the Don, Dotson to miss week eight. So, yeah, yes, I think he's still okay. out. I think well, still thank out. you for correcting me. But even without Jahan, I got Scary Terry for another touchdown. And mm-hmm. I've got Washington to win ugly, much like you. I'm going to yeah. go 
19 to 17. Commanders yeah. get a third win in a row, and they improve to 500. A last place Love team, it. but they're going to be 500. Love it. Love it. Yeah, dude. I just think it's a great game that they're walking into. Coming off that Green Bay game. Yes. Rookie quarterback. I mean, it's it's there for the taking, man. It's there for the I agree. taking. Even if they win on a late field goal, who cares? Wins a win. Commanders plus three. Let's go. All right, let's finish up strong, Luds. We've got this game is going to be on 430 as well on Fox. The Giants going out to the Northwest to face a surprising Seattle Seahawks team. Yeah, where Gino, yeah. Gino, Gino Smith is playing the best ball of his career. Their rookie running back out of Michigan State, Kenneth Walker, it looks yeah, to stud. be a, immediately yeah. one of the better running yeah, backs in the yeah. NFL. I th- I, I'm already calling it now. He might be a top five running back in fantasy uh, next drafts year. Next year, yeah, he, he already He's he recorded the uh, the highest miles per hour. He was like twenty two point two or something. Dude, the dude, wow. dude is explosive, and he's uh, pretty big. He's pretty big, big too. Yes, big, and he 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 just runs to open space. He's very shifty. So look yep. for him to have a continue his strong rookie campaign. And uh, DK Metcalf will be out for this game though. He avoided a season ending injury, which many people thought yeah. it might be. So look for Geno Smith to be trying to find guys like Marquise. Uh, Ty- yeah, yeah. Uh, they got Marquise, Marquise Goodwin, Goodwin, Tyler yep. Lockett, maybe a Will Disley. One of their tight ends are going to have to make plays. Yeah. But I like, as we said earlier, man, I like this Giants defense, and yep. I like the confidence Daniel Jones has to be having coming off of an NFC Offensive Player of the Week. Mm-hmm. And the one thing about Seattle. They drafted some really nice defensive backs. They got Tariq Woolen, who is a stud. He's got four interceptions. And they yeah. drafted um, Kobe Bryant, the other, the new Kobe Bryant. Uh, he, <laughs> no, no, no big deal. He just won the Jim Thorpe yeah. Award for best defensive back in the nation last year. Yeah. He played opposite of Sauce yeah. Gardner in Cincinnati. Go ahead. Seattle Seattle knows knows corners. I don't know yeah. if they're, they're <laughs> drafting. Whoever they hire, their scouts, I don't know. They always draft good corners. They know backfields. Uh, they're always strong in the backfield. I mean, they trade pieces away, too, and they're still strong. They are. But I, think, I, I just think Pete Carroll is a great coach, man. He, he is. really Pete, is. When yeah. they traded away Russell Wilson's, everyone's like, oh, poor, poor old man Pete. They're going to be rebuilding. He was like, yeah. hold my yeah. fucking phone. Like, we <laughs> are not rebuilding. We are looking to compete for the reloading. Division. Yes, reloading. reloading. Yeah. And reloading, and now they're in first place. Yeah, man. Tough team. They really are. Yes. And uh, I'm still going to say it, though. I think it's a slap in the face that the Giants are underdogs. Slap in, this in game. the face. Yes. It really is. Uh, I know they're on the road. I'll let you pick this game first. Okay. I mean, where, where do you got this? Well, as much as, well, we, were com- you, yeah. go, as, much as we were complimenting the Seattle rookie defensive backs, I think they are weak in the front seven. So mm-hmm. I expect Saquon Barkley to have a good game this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I think guys like you said, Wandale, um, Daniel Bellinger, the tight end, is out. So somebody else is going to have to step up for them there. But Darius mm-hmm. Slayton could uh, perhaps uh, get, get a play or two for them. Maybe David Sills. They're going to have to have somebody, one of the others, make a play. I think they do, though. I think Daniel mm-hmm. Jones uses his legs. Saquon Barkley rely on him to continue an amazing yep. comeback season. I got the Juman to win yep. a tough Road battle in Seattle. I got Giants twenty four to twenty one. Yeah, right, right there with you, man. Uh, I got we're we're all uh, unanimous this week, man. We are. I got Giants plus three twenty six twenty four, and it's the stat you came out with uh, towards the beginning of the show where 
they hold the record, right, of all all time, like just the close games. They're yeah, within all one, so many all one possession. I mean, it just shows you, dude. It's going to be another close one. Um, I think if they contain Walker and, you know, make Geno make plays, um, that's what they need to do. I mean, a defense is gritty. If they can just keep their running game under control and make Geno make plays, I think it's a close one. Yeah, 26-24, man. 26-24. We're all on the G-men. So do we have the NFC East going undefeated this week? We got Cowboys. We got Eagles. We got Commanders. We got Giants. We do, man. And I wanted to comment on this earlier. Out of the seven weeks so far played, this division's gone undefeated twice now? Two out I of seven so. weeks? Yep. It's pretty impressive Very. for all teams to win. I mean, two out of seven weeks. We'll see how it goes, man. It's the NFC beast. And uh, I do have one upset pick for you guys this week. I mean, the, you I was got? looking at the spreads. They're tough. I mean, I can double up on the Giants if you guys want two upsets. I do like the Giants plus three. But, you're, uh, so you're pound, pounding the Giants. Yeah. yeah, Jets plus two and a half at home phase the Pats. Pats could not get a third down stop Monday night against the Bears. So, yeah, and Jets have been hot. You know, they lose Breeze Hall, but they've been they've been winning games, man. That's another they surprising got James, team. They got James Robinson. Yeah. They got Michael Carter still. Yeah, so, yeah, I like, I like New York. And they're at home. They're at home. Pats got to travel to the Jets. Yeah. They're hot right now. Uh, so yeah. so let's Two can we call this the New York parlay? You're going Giants Jets. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, yeah. Um, the big the Big Apple baby. The Big Apple parlay. <laughs> the Big I Apple like that, parlay. Buds. The Jets as a home dog. They're the better team right now. In the Patriots. I think where Vegas's head is at is that yeah. the Patriots have won 12 straight games versus the Jets. So right. they just think that right. Belichick owns them. And a bounce back. You know, they hope, yes. can maybe hoping for a bounce back, yep. which can happen. I mean, Bill Belichick can have this defense ready. I could eat eat crow right now, but I just like the way the Jets have been playing. They've been As winning some close games, too. Yeah, they've been winning some close games. Robert Sala is playing a hell of a game. I think that that's going to be a, that's gonna be a fantastic game. And yeah, the, that the might Patriots. be another coach of the year candidate. Robert Sala, uh, for sure. The way they've been playing, man. But yes, yeah. and, and the Dolphins. I like the Dolphins head coach too, Daniels. Mike Daniels. He's awesome. He is yeah, an cool. offensive genius, man. That guy is he, awesome. He's fun to root for, man. All right. <laughs> yeah. well, well, Luds, we got a couple minutes here. Since you know you stepped up tonight, and I, and I, I want to thank you. I think the best way to thank you is maybe talk about your Tampa Bay Buccaneers a little bit because we're about to yeah, start yeah. Thursday night yeah. football. Y'all, y'all got a big game against Baltimore. We. It's a must win. It's a must win, dude. We can't go three and five. Actually, you know what? Even if we went three and five, the division's been so bad. Yeah, we we could be a seven and in ten team and, and still make the playoffs this year. Which sure, is pretty sad how bad this division is. We know the Panthers is a bottom three team in the league. Yes, um, in Falcons, Falcons, I think are what above the Saints. So yes. Saints are in third, and yeah, it's 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 pathetic. But it's a must win, must win for the Bucks tonight. I appreciate you jumping in, let me talk about it for a minute. Um, of course, you know. We all know Tom Brady hasn't been himself. It, it's just it would be nice to see them score more than three points this week. Yes, uh, embarrassing last week. Uh, it you know even when we didn't have Tom Brady, it was one of the more embarrassing losses I've seen from Tampa in a long time. I mean, Panthers are off. We could so you guys are the three the points last place team in the NFL in rushing, both yeah. rushing yards oh, yeah. and rushing yeah. yards uh, per carry. I heard on the radio today. Apparently, we are tied with a uh, all. Uh, since 1960 something i think we're the okay. lowest rushing offense in the oh. first like 7 weeks of the season yeah we're oh. averaging like 40 or we're averaging 64 rushing yards a game and it actually doesn't sound that bad but nowadays 64 yards a game oh, rushing it's the terrible. Ball is awful yeah through 7 weeks uh 
So, yeah, I mean, I just want to see him be competitive this week. I just want to see him come out, make some plays, make some good third down stops. Yes. We know Lamar Jackson's been struggling throwing the ball. I've been uh-huh. saying it for years. He's inconsistent. I think if Gus Edwards, that Gus guy needs bus? to have a big game. That guy needs to have a big game. He looked good first week back, coming he off did. a knee surgery, uh, 16 carries, 66 yards, two, tut- two tutties. Uh-huh. Um, and the the Bucks have been really uh, bad. I'm not going to say bad. I think they're still a top 10 against the run, believe it or not. But compared to how they've been in the past, they've been pretty um, not – just giving up some rushing yards, some big gains. I'm talking. Yeah, they, 15, they've been more more generous yeah. lately, giving up the rushing yards. They have. So, yeah, go ahead. I think as much as you guys need to establish the running game because you're playing so poorly on that side of the football, mm-hmm. you need to slow the running game down because, as you said, yeah. you got Gus the bus. We've got Kenyon Drake as a nice little third down back. Obviously, J.K. Dobbins is out, but also, right. you know, Lamar Jackson is top five in the NFL in rushing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like as much as he Which, struggles throwing, the guy, the guy's yeah. one of the better running backs yeah. in the NFL. He is, and it's tough because Antoine Winfield's out. He still hasn't cleared the Carl, protocol. Carlton Davis yeah, is out. He's out. So our backfield's beat up, man. They, yes. they, the Baltimore just may come out and start throwing the ball tonight. I mean, the way we're beat up, I don't know how they're going to attack us. I want to say they're probably going to want to run the ball on us pretty good. They're, right. They're, they are a rush first team. John Harborough always kind of has been. Um. You know, but, watch watch out for Mark Andrews, one of the better tight ends in football. Yes, he, he's the biggest weapon they have. We need to be able to contain him. And to be honest, um, the player of the night on the Bucks defense. This is who the player of the night needs to be. Devin White, man, you got to have a big game. Don't over pursue. Play where you need to be, or you know, be where you need to be. Yep. Tackle and just wrap up. Because Lamar is going to try to run, and you need to be in the right position, and we can't be getting any big gains. So, Devin White, please show up tonight. Well, as you said, Luds, this this NFC South might be like the NFC East a couple of years ago when the Washington Commanders won the division with a losing record. So, I still think yeah. I like the Bucks to get into the playoffs. Can I get a score right. from you tonight? What do you think? You think the Bucks pull it out? Uh, no, no, I no. hate to say it. Uh, I'm oh. that discouraged. I'm that discouraged, man, with that with the offense last week. Um, I could be wrong. I really hope I'm wrong. And to be honest, I think the Bucks are favored by two, and uh, they're at home. Uh, I got. I got go, the Ravens plus two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I got to go Baltimore 24, 19. 24-19. I'll echo that. I'll go yeah. twenty three to twenty one. You know, just to. Yeah. Put, I'm with you. I got Baltimore winning, but. You know, let, let's hope for a pleasant surprise. Maybe Tom Brady will um, show Julio. us why. Julio's back tonight. Julio's back. That's a, that's a good weapon back. for him. They, they yeah. struggle we to go that. deep. So maybe yeah, maybe that. Julio provides a spark. Um, so, you know, go Bucks for your sake, Luds. Uh, I appreciate, appreciate you. Appreciate it, man. I appreciate you filling in. Hopefully, yeah. um, John will be out next week as well. Eventually, we're going to find George Van Riper. He's floating around a hotel <laughs> bar somewhere. Um, word is he's he hasn't been arrested, but he still is heavily intoxicated wherever he is. So, George, be I safe. Think, I think he's holding out, man. He's not coming back till Daniel Snyder's, you know, sells the team. Maybe <laughs> hey, that's if, what if it the is. Commanders win a third straight and they end up at five hundred, I'm going to demand his presence back on the NFC East feast. Maybe not though. If they're going on a little streak and he hasn't been on the show, you might be could right. Be a Maybe little that's super, why superstitious. Away. Yeah. Regardless, yeah. I miss my boys out there, but Luz, appreciate you again tonight. Looking forward to the Bucks game and looking forward to seeing all of you back here next week on the NFC East. See. Peace.